Welcome to A Year on Tour with Wittinghus. Here's your host, Hans Christian Wittinghus. Hello guys and girls. As promised, I'm back with a breakdown of my first round match at the Singapore Open yesterday against Koki Watanabe from Japan. As most of you probably know by now, I lost 21-17, 22-24, 9-21, so obviously not the result I was hoping for. Several reasons for why it went that way, at least from my perspective that is, so I'll try to elaborate, elaborate a bit on those reasons in the podcast today. My explanations should not be seen as excuses in any way, rather see them as explanations and my analysis as to why things unfolded the way they did, which obviously I should learn from as I always try to do from losses. So anyway, let's get straight into it. The arena here in Singapore, the Singapore Indoor Stadium, it's like it's a really really beautiful arena it's a huge arena as well and just as i expected i also spoke about it on my previous podcast it it was very windy and that's obviously windy in terms of badminton it's not like you feel a cold breeze or anything when you enter the uh, the stadium but the drift affecting the shuttle when you're on court is very very significant the stadium is known for um, are known on the tour as being one of the most windy ones and yeah clearly it, it still is no no doubt about that what does make it a bit different or at least this time made it a bit different compared to the last couple of tournaments in malaysia and indonesia was the fact that it was like predominantly side drift at least on the court i played on not so much head and back drift um, i played on court three which I think had the least head and back drift and it had yeah as I said mostly side drift it can vary from court to court and from talking to some of the other guys I think it was a bit different on, on some of the other courts but anyway when when side drift is more dominant it affects the game differently compared to when it's head and backwind with side drift both sides of the court gets a bit more tricky to play on as like one of the big hurdles with side drift is that your timing can easily be a little bit off as the the trajectory of the shuttle is just a slightly uh, slightly different than than what you're used to so yeah, your, your timing uh, timing your shots correctly can be a, a bit of a hurdle and that goes for both sides of the court even if you have a little bit of headwind or a little bit of uh, of a tailwind there's not so much a like a good side and a bad side as we saw in in Malaysia last week as it 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 equals out a bit more it's still a little bit better to be on the the side with the uh, the headwind and sidewind compared to tailwind um, but yeah the as i said the the difference is not as bad so that's also why you you won't probably see as many one-sided scores in one game but then is the complete opposite in the second game and then you see a close third game we saw a lot of those matches in malaysia you won't see the same amount of those matches uh, here in singapore i guess if the drift stays the same as it was yesterday with a lot of side drift i hope that all made sense anyway i kind of struggled getting like 100 percent comfortable in court at at any point actually with my timing especially on my attacks 
but I also had quite a bit of trouble figuring out how to control my lifts on both sides of the court so I didn't really handle the yeah, the conditions uh, great I've never really actually managed to do that here in, in Singapore um, but I still did very well in the first game yesterday to take control of the front of the court uh, which makes it a lot easier to control the tricky conditions uh, and put him in more difficult situations than I, I put myself in I uh, played a quite smart game to stay out, out of trouble most of the way uh, and even though it got a little close in the end of the first game uh, I still uh, I still was quite good at like keeping my focus and my awareness, and uh, yeah, I still managed to to close it out in the end with the uh, playing. I think actually in the end, four really really clever and uh, and uh, point clever points where I also played with a lot of discipline. So that was a for me it was a great first game, especially considering I actually did not feel really comfortable on court. In the second game, I thought I had a bit more of a headwind than what turned out to be the case. That resulted in me missing a few, uh, quite a few lifts in the in the start of the game, as I thought I could push them a little bit harder, as I thought there would be the headwind, but obviously there wasn't. Uh, so I, I hit a few lifts out, and at the same time, uh, Watanabe also came out playing quite aggressively and at a higher pace compared to the first game. Uh, so I, I got off to a really poor start, uh, going down six one, even with the momentum I had from the first game. But actually from that point on being down 6-1, I'm really happy with how I solved things in, in that second game, uh, all the way up until I was up 19-17. So that's also a period from like 1-6 to 19-17. That's uh, yeah, 18-11 in, in that run of points. So that, that's, that's quite good against a, a player like him. I still never really felt very comfortable, but I just kept on finding the solutions and ways to score points, sometimes quick points, sometimes the longer points. Um, and yeah, without that was without being able to actually play with a lot of pressure on the back of back end of his court, which is usually a big part of my game. So yeah, very happy with how, how I, I solved that. Unfortunately, I threw away all that momentum I had gained or build up uh, at 1917. In the second game by three really really poor mistakes which still honestly hurts me a, a bit today I started off by serving into the net in 1917 then I followed it up by a really good rally where I set him up perfectly uh, but then missed an easy kill or semi easy kill at the net hit it into the net so that was 1918 and then uh, on 19 all, I uh, hit a smash where I was completely desperate and just uh, went for it way too soon, was way too eager, and uh, yeah, it was miles off court. Uh, hit it into the side drift as well, which is just uh, stupid and a, uh, a small lapse of uh, concentration. So that was three, three easy uh, points for him. And yeah, I would even say three disastrous mistakes, uh, given I had all the momentum and I gave him a freeway back into into the game without him having to score the points which should have been uh, the way I had approached those points as I had the momentum again and he, he was under a lot of pressure at that time. So that's really frustrating and even though I, I did refocus and I played at a fine level in the extra points including a very narrow miss on the match point I actually had at 21, 22-21. Uh, yeah, I'm still thinking a bit about how, how this happened and, and why it happened. 
um, yeah. Anyway, in the third game, I wasn't really uh, out of energy. It wasn't that long or physically hard a match, but my focus was completely off. Um, and yeah, so was my awareness. The two things I, I thought had been pretty good in the in the first two games for most of the games. Uh, so yeah, the ba the third game was basically over in a matter of minutes. He raced into a 11-2 lead, from which yeah. I was never going to to come back, especially given my lack of feeling comfortable. It's it's quite difficult to make these comebacks unless you you feel like you can play the full court um, with with rather with rather ease. So yeah, all all credit to him for hanging in there in the second game where he was uh, where he was down and not letting off at all at any point in the final game either. I'm happy with how I handled things for almost the full first two games, but I'm also equally unhappy with the end of the second and obviously quite disappointed I couldn't keep up the fight in the decider as well. I always want to fight until the end, but I also tried to do that yesterday, but it was just, yeah, it was not a good performance in the third game. No, no, no excuses for that. So in conclusion, this was... Another missed chance, of, unfortunately, for a good run at a Super 500 event. Just like the chance I had in Thailand a couple of months ago where I lost to Nat Nguyen from Ireland in the first round. I had uh, yeah some, some decent draws here and in, in Thailand, uh, didn't uh, exploit them, which also says a bit about the, the level, uh, the depth in men's singles. There's no easy opponents. Uh, even if the ranking is in the 40s or 50s, they, they can still play some amazing badminton. And uh, I saw that again today. It still hurts though, when you have these chances, you need to, to exploit them, uh, take advantage of them. Uh, and it also adds some pressure for me to score ranking points elsewhere. If I want to maintain, maintain the opportunity to enter all the big events next year, since the rankings will start unfreezing very soon. I need to try and focus on something else though than the need of scoring ranking, ranking points which has been quite easy for the past couple of years because of the frozen rankings. I basically haven't had to worry about scoring ranking points ever since I made that final in Thailand Open uh, 2020, uh, 2021. Um, yeah, so I haven't had to worry about it for the past two years which has been really nice for me. Um, also because like thinking about ranking points and all the consequences and stuff like that, I'm quite bad at it and it, it doesn't do me any good. Um, but when I feel there's a lot at stake, I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm quite bad at, at doing it. And I do feel there's quite a bit of at stake here because I want to be able to finish my career next year playing at the biggest events. And obviously I need to score ranking points before the, the rankings are completely unfrozen in January. So I know I can enter the biggest events. On the positive side, I did do a lot of things well on court again. My body felt great once again. That's really good, really positive. So it's all in my head that uh, I, I lost it yesterday, at least from, from my perspective. Uh, I need to work on that, obviously. I need to keep working on my body and on my game as well, no doubt about that. But I know I can win these matches. Um, I think I proved that again yesterday, actually, when you hold a match point and you're a few inches off winning it, then it's also to some extent down to a, a little bit of um, bad luck. Um, so yeah, the next five weeks, I'm gonna be working really hard and have some talks with uh, with my coach as well about the mental side of the game, do some uh, deep thinking about how to handle it better at the World Championships and Japan Open, which are the next two events for me in five weeks time. So I wanna bounce back there and enjoy my time on courts while hopefully 
I'll also be able to edge out a few wins, but yeah, we'll we'll see. There's no doubt. I'm uh, I'm not discouraged by the loss yesterday. On the contrary, I'm uh, I'm encouraged to actually try and uh, and perform better in Japan in in five weeks time. So right, everyone. I hope you found this podcast today interesting. Thanks a lot for listening. Thanks a lot for supporting the podcast as always. If you're not already a patron, I really, really hope you will consider becoming one. I make content for you guys every week now, at least every Wednesday. This week twice, actually. So it would be greatly appreciated with any kind of financial financial support you could give, as all the money goes directly into covering expenses for the podcast, but also into my turn- expenses for my tournament travels. We don't get a lot of funding. I've already spent more than my funding for this year. So now all my tournament expenses are paid by myself. So I can use any help that you could, uh, you will see fit. Any, uh, it can be as little as $1. Anything will be a help and anything will be greatly appreciated. So please go visit Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Wittinghus. So Patreon.com slash Wittinghus if you want to support. Thanks so much, guys. Appreciate all of you. Bye. Thank you for listening to A Year on Tour with Wittinghus. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, share and leave a comment in iTunes or your preferred podcast app.